0: Hey guys, thank you for joining me today for another episode. So listen, today's episode is titled Why Are You Following Me? If you grew up with younger siblings, you likely are familiar with being followed around, or if you are the younger sibling, you probably did the following around yourself. Whether it was your older sibling or a parent or grandparent or cousin, etc., you may have had that one person You followed around, you know, the one you wanted to go everywhere with. They were wherever they were going, you wanted to go, and you wanted to try to do whatever they were doing. If you were the one being followed, you may have felt like saying, or probably did say, "Why are you following me?" Or, "Mom, Johnny won't stop following me." That is how my my dog is now. That we inherited a dog named Bandit. A seven-year-old sh- uh, shih tzu when my mother-in-law passed away and for whatever reason bandit loves me he somehow became my dog literally this dog follows me everywhere if I sit at the table he will lay down at my feet if I go to the bathroom he lays by the door if I open the bedroom door he will come in and lay on the bed right next to me he is like a shadow that follows me everywhere The other day, I came in uh, to the house after getting my youngest daughter off to school and sat down on the floor to stretch before I was going to go running. And when I sat down to stretch, Bandit literally came and laid right in front of me. And I had to reach over him to stretch. I mean, this dog is a mess, y'all. So that being said, David knew what it was like. He knew what that was like. He had his mighty men that would follow him anywhere, like Abishai, who followed David into Saul's camp while Saul and his guards were asleep, risking his life. But he was willing to follow David. Or Benaiah, who stayed by David, even when David's own son tried to seize the throne and lead a coup, so to speak. David had a lot of enemies, but he always had his mighty men that would follow him around anywhere but I want to tell you of something even better than that something that follows you like that but is so much greater this will leave you full of hope and joy for the days ahead for the days ahead Psalm 23 6 says surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life David knew what it was like to be followed and, and chased by those who wanted to kill him and followed by those who wanted to loyally serve him. But here we see David is speaking of something even greater. He says that God's goodness and mercy will follow him all the days of his life. When you first read that, you might glance over it and find some comfort in it or think of it as a nice verse to quote from time to time. But when you meditate on this verse, it is so much deeper than that he says surely goodness now whose goodness that would be god's goodness listen to what he what jesus says about that mark ten eighteen, and it says and jesus said to him why do you call me good no one is good except god alone so we know that all goodness comes from god and his supply of it is endless psalm 107 1 says give thanks to the lord for he is good his love endures forever psalm 100 verse 5 says for the lord is good his loving kindness is everlasting and his faithfulness to all generations psalm 31:19 through 20 i love this it says oh how abundant is your goodness which you have stored up for those who fear you and worked for those who take refuge in you In the sight of the children of mankind, in the cover of your presence, you hide them from the plots of men. You store them in your shelter from the strife of tongues. That's the same goodness that was with Noah on the ark, with Joseph when he was sold into slavery, with Moses when he led the Israelites out of Egypt, the same goodness that fed his people in the desert, the same goodness that was with Elijah when. He was hiding in a cave. The same goodness that followed Jonah despite his disobedience. The same goodness that compelled Jesus to go to the cross and save those who could not save themselves. That is the goodness that follows you. The Bible from beginning to end is a story of God's goodness from creation to salvation all the way to eternity. It all cries out in praise of God's abundant goodness. That is the goodness that David is saying will follow him all the days of his life. That is the goodness that we share in as well. We can say, you know, we can speak those same words that David spoke with the same confidence David spoke them. And, you know, we who fear the Lord and place our hope in him and our salvation in the goodness of of the work Jesus did on the cross, we can confidently say that God's goodness will follow me all the days of my life. Not some days, but all the days of my life. Not just on the good days, but on the bad days too. Psalm 145 verse 9 says, The Lord is good to all, and His mercies are over all His works. Mercy is showing compassion and kindness given uh, You know, that is given to someone who deserves to be punished, but mercy steps in and relieves that person from their suffering or the punishment they deserve. We don't deserve God's goodness, but His mercy gives it anyway. In His mercy, He sent His Son to be our substitute, to take our punishment, so that we would be spared from an eternity separated from Him. The cross is the ultimate display of God's goodness and mercy. If you are unsure of just how abundant God's goodness and mercy is, just look to the cross. God nailed it there for the world to see. 1 Peter 1 verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to, to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Deuteronomy 4.31 says, For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not leave you or destroy you or forget the covenant with your fathers that he swore to them. Ephesians 2.4 But God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us. The fact that we are not perfect and like David, we will make mistakes and and bad choices. I believe that that could be why he chose those two words in this passage, you know, in Psalm 23. Goodness and mercy. Those are the things that follow him all the days of his life. Those are the things that follow us all the days of our life. But those two words were important. The goodness of God speaks of His favor and blessing. And David says that it follows Him every day. But what about the days when my sin gets the best of me? That's why God's mercy accompanies His goodness. His goodness will follow you all the days of your life, even on the bad days, even when your sin gets the best of you, because God's mercy is great. I love the way Isaiah puts it in chapter 30, verse 18. Therefore, the Lord waits to be gracious to you. And therefore, he exalts himself to show mercy to you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait on him. Don't miss that first part. The Lord waits or longs to be gracious to you. Why? Because he shows you mercy and goodness. And when he does that, he is exalted. Every day you get up, God is waiting on you. He's waiting to be gracious to you, to show you His goodness and mercy. Who does God store up His goodness and mercy for? Luke 1.50 tells us, And His mercy is for those who fear Him from generation to generation. Because of God's goodness and mercy, we can find hope and joy in the final part of Psalm 23. And it says, I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Doesn't that fill you with a peace that passes all understanding, a joy that can't be contained? It sure does for me. As you go through your day, look behind you and know that His goodness and mercy follows you everywhere. Call on Him, the one who longs to be gracious to you. Believe that He has good things in store for you. Thank you, Lord, that your goodness and mercy follows us and isn't dependent on anything we can do to deserve it, but it is simply by your grace and compassion that it hunts us down and overtakes us. Thank you, God, that your steadfast love is forever because we are a people that need it every day. God, if anyone doubts your abundant goodness and mercy, I pray they would look to the cross. I pray they would see just how good you are, for you, God, are a good, good Father. Empty us, Lord, so that we may be filled with the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, and with your goodness and mercy on full display in our lives. Bless your people today so that we might glorify you. Amen.